Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. We are off and running on a Tuesday evening from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, feeling very musical today. He was singing as we are leading up to the show. He's... Playing the drums right now? Well, in year two, um, things have upgraded. Um, year one, went to the Knights game. Yeah. Sitting on the roof of a dome stadium. <laughs> it's not a good seat. But year two, ice, glass, players. That's how good our seats was last night, thanks to the great people here at Circa. Derek, uh, Banksy actually accompanied us. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Unbelievable seats. Um, I mean, actually, I had to jump a couple times because the puck uh, got, got to the glass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not the most trusting person when it comes to structural <laughs> things. You know what I mean? So, Banksy kept telling me that the puck's never gone through the glass. And I was like, you know, I saw Shaq dunk and That's true. the glass shatter. So, you know, just in case, you know, I wanted to, you know, be – Overprotective, you know. It's like wearing your seatbelt and driving the speed limit. You know, do everything in my power to to exit this vehicle. In this case, this seat, the same manner that I walked in, which is on my own. <laughs> but I had a great time. Seats are unbelievable. Golden Knights got the win, three yep. one. Did not hit the over, unfortunately. Yeah, they tried, but they're taking goals away from us. Uh, Log- old Mister, uh, was it Logan Thompson? Is that how you say his name? The goalie for the Knights. Yep. Uh, he had a great game. He was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you did hit, though. You uh, decided last minute to play a little first goal in the first five minutes. Yeah, so Derek you... will be proud of me. Yeah. He's been pushing that prop 
Yeah. And we saw a first goal in the first five minutes of the third Well, I period. thought they almost jinxed me. Because in the first period, they had a goal score in the first <laughs> five minutes, and they took it off. Like, they made this big presentation. Because well, this is Brad Kiesel, Phil, Phil Kessel's, Kessel's uh, 400th career, career goal. goal. Yep. Like, they stopped the game. Like, they handed him the puck. Like, the crowd <laughs> stood up and applauded. And all take of a sudden, they, uh, what do you call a Is it a referee in yeah. hockey? The referee comes back on and turns his mic on. No goal. Yeah, they were offsides there. But they still, still did find a way on a power play there to get that first goal. But, no, echo the same sentiments. It was a fantastic time. Thanks again to uh, to Derek and uh, and to Banksy uh, to uh, enjoy that game. A lot, of, uh, a lot of Maple Leafs fans there, understandably so. It's the only time they'll be in Las Vegas uh, for the season, being a team from the Eastern Conference. But uh, Yeah, pretty sure Austin Matthews' nightlife was impacting his day life. <laughs> I didn't even know he was on the ice yeah, majority he, he, of the night. He obviously went to the Raiders game and and had some fun on Sunday night because he was he was not present last night. He was there, but he wasn't there. Yeah, so that was a blast, and the Golden Knights get the win. Uh, so uh, well done, uh, well done there by the uh, by the Golden Knights uh, to get it done. And uh, what a great night it was over there at T-Mobile. So thanks again. Uh, we will talk to the crew as we always do on Thursday when they join us here. Uh, in studio, we got the World Series coming up on Friday, so we got a, a long ways to wait. We got some big time guests lined up to talk some World Series. Tim Kirkchen's going to join us tomorrow. Ooh. Our good friend Cody Decker will join us tomorrow Ooh. as well, uh, and I believe Josh Towers of Vsin's own and former Major League pitcher will join us in studio on Thursday. So a lot of. Uh, World Series preview coming your way. We'll talk to Jeff Erickson, uh, who dabbles in uh, in the props side of things uh, for the NFL, but also is a big baseball better. So he will join us at the bottom of this hour. It's Tuesday. That means Brad Powers will jump on the program at 7 o'clock Eastern, coming off of a very nice win with Boise State. And uh, he ca- said, go ahead and play that on the money line. And uh, we were successful in that one, winning 19 to 14. So yeah. thank you, sir. That, on that, that one got a little. A little, little. Yeah. A sometimes, little, sometimes the luck works in your. In, I didn't intend to have to watch way. the whole game. And I ultimately had to watch the whole game. So. <laughs> uh, we will chat with our yeah, good. Yeah, LSU as well. Yeah. And the uh, over in UCLA, Oregon. Boom. Yeah. Get all those. So well done there, Brad. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully you can keep it rolling here as that comes up at uh, 7 o'clock. Eastern time. Devin Walker from MTV's The Challenge. He will come on. Uh, he will. I uh, know he's got some. Th- he's a New England guy. He's got some thoughts yeah. about the quarterback situation going on there. So uh, we will. Uh, we will chat with Devin coming up later. And then Doug Ellen, I think, also has some thoughts on the quarterback situation down. Or I guess I should say up over. I don't know somewhere yeah, I got in some, New England. I got some pro tips for Devin. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. Because, see, you have to learn in this game. You can't it, – it, it's almost better if you're going to, you know, wager to not involve anything you're emotionally attached to. Because you're always going to be blinded in some way. Like, you, because you want this team to be successful. Like, you're one of the few fans that I know that could go against your squad and, like, take the under in the season win total. Now you've bet against the Lightning multiple times this season. That's a game by game. Basically. Multiple. T- you were just saying that. Yeah. The point you were about to make was Is Devin the, the, betting against his team. You hypocrite. I said bet against your team say, multiple times. I, if already. you listen, I didn't say your team. I said things that you you're emotion, said your emotionally team. attached to. I root for the Lightning. I'm not emotionally attached to the Lightning. 
Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I root for them, but if they lose, I don't lose sleep at night. If they win, I don't go out and celebrate. I, same like, goes, I just pull for them. Same goes with the Nationals. There's a lot of baseball games, and I was pulling for them, yeah. and I knew they would stink. Now, the Bucks is kind of – I'm probably a slightly emotionally attached, but Tulane, I'm very attached. So I do not wager with or against Tulane. The Bucks, I pick and choose my spots. The Lightning, fair game. Such a hypocrite. Such a it's unbelievable. There's levels to the this thing. The hypocrisy that you have is unbelievable on a day in and day out basis. Uh, but that's just uh, you know that's the life of uh, working with and Sean your King. Your process is just slow. You gotta speed it up, man. Upgrade. Um, we will get to uh, we will get to what happened last night here. Uh, actually, we'll start it off edible or forgettable as uh, the Bears take care of business. Uh, just when you think you know everything about the NFL, you know nothing, uh, as that is proven by Circus Sports. Uh, survivor contest, which we'll get to those updates here. But the Bears get the win and an easy one at that, 33-14. to 14. Uh, My under team total had no chance whatsoever. I think that was blown up by the, uh, by the second quarter. What did come home, though, fortunately, and thank you to our producer, uh, producer Britton, for pointing the tweet out from Adam Schefter right before t- uh, kickoff that we would see two quarterbacks, and boy, it was quick. We saw Mac Jones out, Bailey Zappi in, and I know we were at the game, uh, the hockey game last night, but what did you make I haven't of watched that it. decision? I haven't watched it. The only, only piece of the game that I actually watched, because I didn't want to be extremely rude because we had such good seats, so I didn't want to have, like, the Bears-Patriots game on my phone like and have people looking at me like, you idiot, you don't need those seats to do both. So I haven't went back and rewatched it as of yet. I just... Would have to go by what the statistics say or what people, it seems to uniformly be saying that probably pulled Mac Jones too quick, or if he was going to pull him that quick, should have just started Bailey Zappi. Mm-hmm. And listen, the way that New England is currently constructed, they're not a come-from-behind type of team. Like, for them to be successful, they have to run the football well. They have to play great defense, which they did neither last night, especially early in that game. They're not going to be able to Buffalo bill you or, or Kansas City chief you where, you know, the quarterback's going to run around and receivers are going to make catches and break tackles. And they're just not built like that from a personnel standpoint. So I'm not going to downgrade Bailey Zappi. I'm not going to downgrade Mac Jones. What I am going to say is I told everybody that will listen. This has no shot of being successful. Like as successful and accomplished as Belichick is, I think he's, He's out on the ledge, and, and I think he fell off the boat entirely, but he don't want to show anybody that he got wet. Like, you cannot turn a defensive coordinator into an offensive coordinator with a young quarterback, two young quarterbacks. You can't turn a special teams coach into a quarterback coach with two young quarterbacks. It's just, it's never been done in history, and there's a reason it's never been done in history, because it has no shot at working, Bill. So, now what do you do? Now you got two young quarterbacks who probably – both lack confidence mm-hmm. after what happened last night. And, and what do you do? I don't know. That's the million-dollar question right now, Matt. That's what happened when your head coach is a defensive guy and your offensive coordinator is a defensive coordinator and your quarterback coach is a special teams coach. <laughs> Imagine those three in a room talking about, okay, what, what do you think is best? It is, it is one of the most bizarre things I've, I've seen in a long time. They couldn't complete a 10-yard pass Matt with either hand. Patricia yeah. is the offensive coordinator and uh, here we are, quarterback controversy in New England. Um, you know, folks were fired up to see Bailey Zappi come in for Mac Jones. He led him right down the field, got a touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers. But at the end of the day, still threw two picks. 
Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure I can tell you one thing. We ain't going to find out anything from Bill Belichick this week on his quarterback situation. Yeah, because he doesn't know. <laughs> like, normally it's because he don't want to tell, but he, doesn't, he actually doesn't know. Yeah. But 33-14. I mean, the Bears, I'll say this before. Give them credit. We signed off I the said air. it yesterday, didn't you, I? Yeah, you said they were looking pretty good. I say they're playing with a higher level of intensity. Their physicality is significantly greater than what New England's demonstrating right now. I can always tell at the beginning who took the game serious. And I think New England had gotten a little comfortable. They had won two games in a row. You know, you got the Bears coming in. You just saw them look, you know, pretty simplistic on Thursday night, the week before versus the Commanders. And, you know, the Bears circled the wagons, as Chris Berman used to say. I know he was applicable to the Bills, but in this sense, it was the Bears. They circled and they played with that. And listen, I've always said they got to let Justin Fields cook. And have I not been saying that since week one? I said, the only way you're going to find out what you have is to open up the playbook and let the kid go out and actually see what he can do. And you know what? How many pass attempts did they have last night? 21. 21. I mean, for them, that's two over what they were averaging. And he ran around. He made some plays. Uh, New England was undisciplined in their scramble defense. And before you know it, you're playing catch-up. I'll say this. Um... They were they were balanced, and you saw Herbert get a, a bunch of rushing yards. You saw Montgomery. You saw Justin Fields. I was impressed by the Bears catching nine and a half against Dallas. Interesting spot. I don't think Bill Belichick will be up for Coach of the Year, but we will tell you on a top three Tuesday our favorite Coaching of the Year candidates. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. 
With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is V-CIN prime time. Along that gentleman right there won a Super Bowl as uh, we will uh, talk a little NFL here, some coach of the year. We will talk 
to Jeff Erickson from Rotowire here, bottom of the hour, get his thoughts on the World Series as well as some plays that he has for this upcoming week. Uh, real quickly, before we get into our top three Tuesday, Sean, okay. more carnage in Circa Survivor. It is, uh, it is down to 125 contestants. 6,133 started, Sean. 175 had the Patriots. 70 had the Bucks. Five more had the Jags. Five more had the Chargers. So uh, 125 are left, meaning 98% of the entries have been eliminated. Comparison last year at this time, only 47.8% of the entries had been eliminated eliminated 1,949 of the 4,080 last year were eliminated as Sean is pulling out his phone and showing me what he would have done. No. 20 to 10 in the fourth with the ball. Oh, yeah. Ravens. Ravens blow it. Yep. Who do I have next? Raiders. Raiders. They won. I'd they have been won. in the 125. I was going to have Titans this week. I think the Titans are at the Texans. I had already mapped it out through week 10. How did you – so you had a group – yeah, we, we we had the Patriots. How did you not uh, rally the room to go with uh, to go with the the Raiders? You know, letdown spot by you, man. So no, you, but I feel like I, you were I, defeated. So last week, I should have taken the Rams, but I was trying my hardest to keep the Rams and Bengals for the bonus. But with the carnage that was going on, I should have said, you know what, just get to the next week. But even then. Like, out of all the upsets that have happened, the Ravens hurts the most, Tim, because they actually were up 10 with the ball in the fourth. Yep. Like, if you had the Patriots last night, I mean, that you look like you were in trouble the whole time. I know they got the 14 to 10 at once, but that was short-lived because Chicago went right back down the field, and it was all Bears after that. If you had the Bucks on Sunday, Panthers were kicking their butt from the beginning to the end, from the rooter to the tutor, as the old men say. <laughs> 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 it, was, I mean, I, I, it was crazy. You know what I mean? Um, what other game? Uh, the week that the Bucks lost to the Steelers. I mean, they were – the Steelers were winning the whole game. Like, that's what makes it, it it's so frustrating is that the Ravens were – should have won that game. And uh, they didn't. And I had I – was going – I had – well, you saw the – You had it, yeah. I was taking Raiders this week. They won. I was surprised that more people – I was going to be people, on the Titans. I was surprised. I mean, I look, hindsight's – 2020. Here's the problem with the primetime games. Everybody sees them. Yeah. Everybody watched the Bears last Thursday against what people consider a very average, at best, Washington Commanders team. Not be able to score, bumble around, lose mm -hmm. the game. So now you got the Patriots who've won two in a row, you know, when everybody's, you know, buying into the, okay, Belichick, extra day of rest against a, you know, what people presume to be a bad team in the Bears. And, you know, that's why I've always told you in that league. Well, you remember we used to have these arguments, and they're more so on the nightcap. I think you've you've matured and grown up a little bit Stop. since we started decent prime time from three to six Monday through Friday. Um, what I used to always tell you when people were trying to prognosticate the schedule, I was like, that's the one thing that I just I, I adamantly disagree with from year to year strength of schedule because you just don't know. Like if you look at who you thought was going to be good this year, Packers almost is a bye week if you play in the Packers. I mean, now you got the Giants and Jets. Statistically, they're terrible. They're combined nine and three. Something crazy. I'm still not buying them. I know, but I'm just saying, like, from a win-loss standpoint, you if you were doing strength of schedule, doing season totals, 
you know, you looked at those games as successes for the opponent. Well, the knock, I'll, I'll, the, what I'll say to, to, to knock that is pretty much everyone in the NFC East was thought to have the easiest schedule because their crossover was the AFC South. The AFC South is basically bared out. It stinks. And the NFC East is, is reaping the benefits so far. But, but, I, but I understand what you're saying. But everybody thought that the people that crossed over with the NFC West and AFC West had the most difficult schedule. True. And the only team that's any good in the AFC West is the Chiefs. Chiefs. And the only team any good in the NFC West really is the Seahawks. Mm. I mean, the Niners, okay, yeah, they can beat up on the, the bottom feeders. They, they, they're like a catfish. Sit down there at the bottom of the, the, the body of water, you know, and feed on stuff. That's, but every time they've stepped up against a quality opponent, they've lost. Well, that leads us into our top three Tuesday, which we're revisiting Coach of the Year uh, at BetMGM. No surprise here. It is uh, it is Nick Sirianni. So yeah, I want to go first. Uh, you want to go first? Yep. All right. Give us number three. Um, the third on my list, and he's actually probably the most likely winner, uh, is Nick Sirianni mm-hmm. from the Eagles. And the reason I have him third is because you're only getting plus 140 at this point. I mean, that ship has sailed as far as how good this Eagles team actually is. I know people thought they were going to be good, but they've lived up to it, undefeated up to this point, have looked outstanding, especially in the first half of games. So he's third on my list, but let me put context on that. I do think he's the most likely winner at uh, number two, and I can just run off all three of mine, and then uh, I can tell you why yours are wrong. Okay, we'll go two. Just, we've been doing the same thing for like five weeks now. We alternate, and yet Sean, for some reason, the way the graphics are set up, Sean just thinks he can go and do whatever he wants. So I'll go because that's the polite thing to do. You alternate. Number three for me would be Brian Dable. No shot. Uh, plus 250. Such a hypocrite. Uh, and the reason he's number three for me would be that his odds are at plus 250. If the Giants make the playoffs, a disaster of a franchise last year, it's going to be hard for me to envision him not winning this award. The Philadelphia Eagles are fantastic, and Nick Sirianni is the rightful favorite. However, they were the preseason favorites to win the NFC East. Brian Dable and the Giants had a over-under win total of seven. They're six and one right now. So I don't know if it's sustainable. I'll probably keep fading them, but Brian Dable, number three. He's for such me. a hypocrite. He's got finished saying how you don't think the Giants and Jets are sustainable, and you got one of their head coaches number three. Whatever. I've got uh, Kevin O'Connell because the Vikings' success is— By the is, way, last week you said Liberty had no shot of being BYU. Kevin O'Connell because the Vikings' success is sustainable. I don't think the Vikings are an elite football team, but based on what their competition looks like in their division, uh, Bears, I don't let them trick you. They're still not very good. Lions, 1-5, best thing ever happened. I said there would be no restore the roar. Try to tell everybody from Detroit, temper your expectations. And the Packers, dumpster fire. So— I do think Vikings are going to win it. Um, I think their overall record will determine where Kevin O'Connell finishes in coach of the year voting. If they can get to 13, 14, 15 wins, he'll be right there. If they sneak in with 10, 11 wins, he won't. But I think 12 to 1 is good value you know, for a team that I, I do think has sustainability. Flawed team the Vikings are, but based on you know your other options in the NFC, they have probably the third best chance to, to, to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and as of yesterday, I think they were minus 590 at BetMGM to win the NFC uh, North. So, yeah, you're looking at a division-winning coach first year. Um, not uh, not a bad option. See, I don't knock my... Uh, because my, my, my choices are really good. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like when you're preseason rated Baylor number four. They look really good. Um, all right, my number two, Pete Carroll. 
Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, one of the biggest surprises of the NFL season. Why he's not number one for me, I don't know if this is sustainable. If the Seahawks miss out on winning the division, does Pete Carroll win this award? I think at 20 to 1, it is worth a bet. But I believe ultimately that the San Francisco 49ers win this division. I think the Rams might still finish ahead of them in the NFC West. Pete Carroll, to this point, I would say deserves coach of the year through seven games. The fact that they're four and three, the fact that they're playing this well offensively, I just don't know if the Seahawks ultimately win the NFC West. I would say they don't. I think the 49ers will, and that's why he's number two, not number one for me at 20 to one. Well, Pete Carroll's number one for me because 21 is unbelievable odds at this time of year for the team that I think is actually going to win the NFC West. You know why? Because they've scored 183 points so far this season. You know where that ranks them? Second in the National Football League, behind only the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, listen, the Buffalo Bills have had their bye, so they're one game behind. But you get my point. Geno is going bonkers, and it hasn't stopped, and I don't think it will stop because he has legitimate weapons. They finally decided to play their best running back in Kenneth Walker the third, and you see the results. So I think because of that explosiveness on offense and Pete Carroll's background as a defensive guy, they hold it together, make the playoffs, and – they, they might make a run in the playoffs and end up with a top five pick because the Broncos are that bad. <laughs> All right, quickly, my number one, uh, Sean McDermott. If this team goes 16-1, and 15-2, hard to envision him not winning coach of the year. I know the expectations were high, but you could argue they're exceeding those expectations if, in fact, they do go 16-1. and one. We're talking Major League Baseball, a little World Series action next right here on... Visa in primetime. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only 99 bucks. Sign up now and get VSIN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl. That includes our Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, Pro Tools like our exclusive betting splits, Pro Tips with actionable insights to up your betting game, Deep Dive daily betting reports on the NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to get yourself a $99 midseason special today. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Week 7 of the NFL season in the books. Week 8 right around the corner with Thursday Night Football. And the World Series will start on Friday night in Houston as the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies go head-to-head and to talk some NFL and World Series. We bring in from RotoWire, Jeff Erickson. You could follow him on Twitter at Jeff underscore Erickson. You could check out his show on SiriusXM Monday through Thursdays with Nick Whalen, who we had on earlier this week as well. So, Jeff, always appreciate the time. Let's start baseball. We'll jump into some props that I know are uh, jumping out to you already when it comes to uh, this upcoming week. But we've got a series price right now. Astros minus 190. Phillies plus 155. The Phillies plus 140 in game one. Astros minus 165. So I'll just kind of say the floor is yours regarding the World Series, both of these teams, I mean, the Astros have looked as dominant as anyone. The Phillies' bats have been phenomenal. So what jumps out to you, and and are you making a play here on the World Series? Uh, I I probably 
won't because I'm in California. Legally, I cannot, but uh, unless I find a way to get out here. But uh, these props are going to fail out here too, unfortunately. It looks like. But um, I am I'm looking forward to it because it's really run prevention versus a ridiculously hot offense right now. And I love that the star of the Phillies is the star in the playoffs too. I love seeing Bryce Harper just dominate in the playoffs like this here. Seeing him get that chance finally and just crushing it there. It just you know that home run in the mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Sunday, it was just magical. Uh, seeing it go oppo like that, calling a shot, man, it's just been so much fun to watch. But the, the Astros, I mean, they, they're like 12 deep, and just elite pitching, just starters and relievers both. I, I, I've never seen a team this deep in their pitching staff. You know, Jeff, this is what's interesting for me. Um, why not just bet the over every game? I mean, because you know the Astros are going to put up runs. I mean, they have, outside of the doubleheader, I mean, the uh, 25, I mean, however long the damn game went with the Mariners, <laughs> they played yeah. all day. I mean, they've hit the baseball, and the Phillies are just hot right now. Let's be honest. Reese Hopkins is the best, like, home run, like, post-home run hitter I think I've seen as far as, like, the, the antics. and you know, The crowd is crazy in Philly. I know Astros have the home advantage, but Schwarber, like, they got guys that, if you make any mistake, can get it out of the park. Is six and a half, doesn't that look a little low? It does, uh, except Houston's so good at run prevention, too. I will say Philly clinched playoff spot in Houston at the end of the season, and that was kind of fun. If they get Wheeler and Nola rolling, um, then this is going to be a really interesting series. You might find some value in the series, actually, in the favor of the Phillies, too. You know, bet the underdog there, because it's hard to get a whole lot of value when it's at minus 190. Talk once again with Jeff Erickson from Rotowire. All right, final couple thoughts on the uh, on on the World Series before we jump back into the NFL here. Um, what looking at the Astros? So as you mentioned, you know minus one ninety for the series. So you know not, it is it is an expensive series price to look at. You know when it comes to the exactas, would you be willing to take a look at any of those Astros? You know Astros in five, Astros in six, and Astros in seven are all priced at plus 400, and if you think they're going to sweep, uh, that is uh, plus 750. Of course, they did just sweep the New York Yankees. So anything in the exact market intrigue you there? Uh, honestly, no. Yeah. Um, I- I'll be honest, though, too, at the same time. that th- That's not my specialty. I'm not, yeah. I, not that I necessarily have a specialty, but no, I, I, I would probably venture to say that Philly's a win a game or two, but I do think those are appropriately favored overall. All right, let's jump to uh, let's jump to the NFL, and uh, you can check out once again uh, Jeff's show and and all his work over there at RotoWire, and catch him on uh, RotoWire Fantasy Sports today on SiriusXM. Uh, we'll start with some props and then look at some sides. A prop tomorrow night: we've got Baltimore and Tampa Bay on Thursday night football in Tampa. Right now, you're looking at a line Baltimore minus one and a half in most spots. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, looks like rushing yard or excuse me, passing yards just slightly over two hundred. Uh, so 206 and a half, I believe, is what uh, what you have uh, taken a look at. So uh, are you going over or under these uh, these passing yards for Lamar tomorrow night? I like the under on the passing yards there. I know Carlton Davis, you know, want to watch his status here. But three of the last four games, Lamar has been under that number and well under that on Sunday. Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews didn't practice today. I, I just worry about uh, the, the passing game for Baltimore. You know, the first three weeks, Lamar was on fire. He was he was a fancy god as well as just a you know just a machine on offense. But the last four weeks, not that hasn't been the case. And I, I think they they you know not having Bateman at full capacity and clearly Andrews was uh, hindered last week. I think will be again on Thursday night. The short rest on the road does not help them a lot. 
I think they're going to try to just really emphasize the running game. I, I think I'm going to happily take the under on the two of six and a half. I saw that at DraftKings. Yeah, it uh, looks like uh, those props are up there uh, right now uh, as well. When you uh, look over to Tampa, uh, and I know a running backs receiving yards are intriguing you. Uh, Sean was a big believer in Rashad White coming out of the draft. Uh, hasn't been utilized a ton down there in Tampa, but um, what are your expectations of him coming out of the backfield? Looks like receiving yards is set at 12 and a half tomorrow night. Yeah, and that, that's like the only line I've been able to see from him. But I, I, you know, I haven't seen a rushing total for him yet. But I like it because I think he's the was the better back last week over Fournette, uh, and yet they didn't use him a ton. I, I really think that uh, you know he's a fresher back right now. I like his skills. I think this is a team that you can throw the ball against. Uh, Baltimore, uh, especially running backs against Baltimore, are, are, are like I think top eight in the league in terms of uh, receiving yards against Baltimore for running back. So. I think White gets a good share of that there. All it takes is two good receptions there, and he can get over that 12.5 total. So I like that number. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Erickson. Uh, moving a- ahead to Sunday, Jeff, uh, looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in this spot, um, and uh, Najee Harris there for Pittsburgh. They're on the road at Philadelphia. Low total in this game. So I feel like with you look at that low total, you look at 49 and a half rushing yards is something that jumped out to you uh, going under here for Najee. I am. Uh, he's only gotten that number three out of seven times so far this year. Uh, the Philly uh, and Philly is going to be heavy favorite in the game. I think Pittsburgh going to have to play catch up on this one here. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball that effectively. Philly is uh, allowed. I think the seventh lowest uh, rushing yard so far in the NFL. Now granted they've had a bye week already. So that has something to do with it there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't think the Pittsburgh offensive line is that strong. I think the Philly run defense is one of the better run defenses out there. I, I would like to I would like to go against that 49 and a half. Is that not one of maybe the most disappointing things of this season, just from a player standpoint, is the lack of production from Najee Harris? Yeah, you know, ever since he had that injury in training camp, I got spooked away, uh, especially because the Steelers lied about it. You know, for for a while, they kept on saying, oh, he just got stepped on. It's no big deal. He missed a month of training camp, and they really kind of kept it on the down low. And he finally played in the final preseason game. He says, oh, yeah, I, I had uh, you know, a list Frank's uh, fracture there. I, or not a fracture, but a sprain. Excuse me. Let me uh, correct myself there. But, uh, you know, it was and not, you know, Tomlin, you know, he just was downplaying it there a lot. And I, I just, I didn't like that. It made me a little queasy. It, so I was pushing away from him because he was going the first round in every draft. And I, I didn't really want to touch him. So luckily, I don't have any exposure to him. Jeff, let's uh, let's look at a couple uh, games, and we do have another London game uh, this week. So uh, for <laughs> us over here in the West Coast, uh, you're out there in California. We're here in Vegas. Uh, early start time for Denver and Jacksonville. This one at Wembley Stadium. Uh, pretty low total, 39, 39 and a half for Denver and Jacksonville. Um, I don't know if Russell Wilson will be playing. I don't know if that really matters when it comes to this Denver <laughs> offense. So uh, total of 39 and a half. What's uh, what's jumping out to you here? I like the under on this one. I don't think you can go low enough on Denver game. Uh, you know, I, I, I personally set my line at 35. Every week I try to do set a line and set an over under on each game. And if anything really jumps out, then I kind of dig in a little bit deeper on that one. And I just never seem like I can go low enough on Denver game. And you're right. I think even with Wilson back, it doesn't matter a whole lot. Although Rippian, He's pretty pretty raw there, uh, especially towards the end of that game. And, and Jacksonville actually has a pretty decent defense. Uh, so I, I think even though Denver, uh, you know, I think they'll probably win this game, but I think it's going to be another game in the team. 
All right, final one for you, Jeff, before we let you run. Giants, can't stop them. Six and one uh, going up against Seattle. Seattle now laying three against the New York Giants. I keep going in front of that train. I keep losing my money. So, Jeff, we got 30 seconds. Giants, Seattle, what are you doing? I like the Giants plus three. Give me the points. Uh, two feel-good stories so far this season here, but just as such a well-coached team, uh, both Dable and offensive coordinator Mike Kafka dialing up great plays. Using Daniel Jones's mobility, I think they pull it out in Seattle. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff underscore Erickson. Read his work over you, there at Roto Wire. Catch him on SiriusXM. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Take care. There he is, Jeff Erickson. Letdown spots in college football, my weekly favorite segment. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. I love Tuesdays. That means Brad Powers will join us. Top of the hour, 7 o'clock Eastern. Devin Walker still alive in MTV's The Challenge. Two weeks in, he will join us at 7.30 Eastern. And then Sean's guy, the pride of Tulane, Doug Ellen, the creator of Entourage. He will join us as well, and he will be on at 8 o'clock Eastern. I believe he is at a... Pickleball tournament? Yeah, I heard. I heard. Doug's a big uh, pickleballer. I got to figure out what pickleball is. Like, I'm a member here, not my private cigar lounge. So one of those little uppity little places that I'm a member of. And yet you call me <coughs> spoiled. And, like, Rich. they always are got trying it. to play pickleball. 
Yeah, it's very popular. Yeah, I, I got a YouTube or Google or something. Figure out what that is. Uh, by the way, before we hit the 7 o'clock Eastern time uh, stamp, you got some plays for us? Yeah, Sam? I do have some plays tonight. So, uh, I, like, Damas? I like the Detroit Red Wings uh, playing the New Jersey Devils. Devils played last night. Uh, Detroit's got some exciting uh, young players there at home. So we'll see if they can get it done at a short number. I like the Kraken tonight. Buffalo Sabres have kind of started a year hot. Okay. But I love Seattle at home. Uh, small favorite. And um, – Take a little flyer with the Detroit Pistons. Jay Nivey's gotten off to a really good start this year. Uh, I know the Wizards are playing actually pretty good ball. Kyle Kuzma's been good. Bradley Beal's been good. Uh, Porzingis still has not been good. But hopefully the Pistons, I think they got a chance to win outright. But I'm going to take the five and a half points because they're giving it to me. So that's Detroit Pistons in the NBA. And Puck Stradamus has the Detroit Red Wings tonight and the Seattle Kraken. Oh, Little Detroit Motor City. Yeah. After you crapped on the Lions again, you know you're. Well, you're first to, of all, first back. of all, put context on what I've said. <laughs> I've tried to. You have. Be a friend. Like sometimes you need your friend to say, hey, "Man, that's not how that's going to play out." I tried to tell all the Lion fans when they were here that this is not your year. And on the bright side, the best thing can happen is that you have the first or second pick in next year's draft, so you can get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. And you'll line up next year when the season starts, hopefully with a healthy DeAndre Swift, with a healthy Jamison Williams, with uh, Armand Ross St. Brown, with Hawkinson, with all that investment on the offensive line. And now, now we're talking. I don't know if the roar is restored, but listen here. It's getting closer to being heard outside of just the friendly confines of the city of Detroit. All right. Every Tuesday, we take a look at some potential letdown spots in college football. Last week, the teams that we pointed out went two and three ATS, so another profitable week in our letdown spots. Um, I actually, we talked about it on the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast, the Tennessee-UT Martin game. I didn't end up playing it. I wanted the number to be in the 40s. Yeah. Uh, actually, it would have covered if it was like 42. It opened 39 uh, but Tennessee was like fifty-two to seven yeah, at halftime, so yeah. there was no yeah. there was no yeah. letdown. You there. couldn't have played the first half like no. just there was no letdown yeah. there. So that was uh, that was a loser. And you know what? They're that good. They are very good. That they're letdown proof. Well, they also played UT Martin. Yeah, but I'm just helpful. saying, like I've been on undefeated college team before. I, I've also played and watched and coached on some really really good college teams. Like when you have a certain level of hungry talent, that's elite talent. Even when you have an off week you still are able to capitalize and be productive. And I think that's what we're seeing from this Tennessee team. I'm getting real close to putting something significant down on Tennessee to win the SEC East. Mm. All comes down to uh, next week when they play uh, when they play Georgia. Uh, the other four games. I got to do it before this game, though. Stanford took care of business uh, for us as they did not cover against Arizona State. Probably should have lost the game outright. What a catch that kid made. He was just out of bounds at the Oof. end. Did you watch the end of it? Yeah. Yeah. I had Arizona State, so I was just hoping that something crazy wouldn't happen and I would lose that bet. Uh, it did not, and uh, Arizona State was able to cover. Uh, the one that hurt the most, TCU, I thought was in a potential letdown spot. They'll be mentioned here in a moment. Uh, they did ultimately cover uh, as they got to face a third-string quarterback. Colorado, after their first win, destroyed by Oregon State, and then BYU going across the country after back-to-back -back losses to Notre Dame and Arkansas, hammered by Liberty in what was their Super Bowl. This is why I like USF in the opener. I knew this BYU team was overrated. What was the final score? Of that I game? know, and it didn't, it didn't happen, but now you see, like, well, remember, remember? You thought USF was good. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, I think that that's what the flawed aspect of. But of your I kept argument telling was. you, I don't think the BYU team is that good. Well, you, what do you, you got? Four losses now. You, you might have been right. But and I was definitely wrong definitely on the other wrong side about USF, who could beat yeah. him. <laughs> I should have been saying Liberty. <laughs> Way to go, Jeff Scott. Way to back me up, man. All right, let's get to this Jeez. week's potential letdown spots. And we'll start at, uh, it's not the Carrier Dome anymore, Syracuse. They're coming off of a gut-wrenching loss down there at Clemson. They right? got roughed, by the way. Yeah, you can make that argument for sure. Leading by 11 in the fourth quarter. On the road at Clemson, and they let the lead slip out of their fingertips. Yes, a very questionable late hit penalty against uh, against the Cus that kept the drive alive for Clemson, where they ultimately scored a touchdown. Syracuse, interesting spot here. The number is actually ticked down to two and a half. Uh, it, it did open Notre Dame minus two, so he saw a lot of steady steam of Syracuse money coming in. Uh, but uh, it is that weird two and a half number. So we'll we'll move through these and then we can kind of react to the other ones uh, as well. So I think Syracuse could be in a potential letdown after the opportunity slipped through their fingertips there. TCU again. I mean, for the love of God, this is five straight games that they have now won. SMU, then Oklahoma, then Kansas with college game day in Lawrence. Then they had double overtime to beat Oklahoma State. And then they come from 18 down, and they beat Kansas State. Now, Sean, no, they go on the road. It's a bad number. Why? The number should be two touchdowns at least. Isn't it telling you something? I know. It's telling me that they're covering up for the letdown spot. All right. If it was double digits, I'm all in West Virginia. Okay. Just pointing it out. Noon start time across the country. I'll take TCU minus seven for a cigar. That's not the number. Oh, okay. I laid eight, or I took the eight. If you want to be a man and take the actual number, I will talk about it. Uh, no, you can call Oklahoma State for that. I'm going to stick with the seven that I offered. Oregon, coming off of a route of UCLA, they head to Cal. Sleepy start time, 1230 local. Justin Wilcox, as an underdog of seven <laughs> points or more, is 17 and 3 against the spread, Sean. Cal lost to Colorado. Colorado has one win this year. Did Cal cover last week as a seven and a half point underdog? I'm with you on this. I think it's a tough spot for Thank Oregon. Thank you. I, I just wanted to let the people know that Cal did lose to Colorado. I know. Hey, yeah. I'm telling you, my card is going to make me want to vomit uh, with the games that I have on there. And Cal is one of them. I took the 17 and a half with the Golden Bears. All right, another letdown spot. Potentially this week. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, what a thrilling victory they had. They had Spencer Sanders back. They beat Texas. And now they go on the road to Manhattan, Kansas. Not saying this isn't an important game. Every game in the Big 12 is an important game. But after you beat Texas, with all the hype around Texas, even though you're technically a higher-ranked team, you were bouncing back after that loss to TCU. Now you go on the road to Manhattan. By the way, the m- number open Oak State 2 has moved to plus 2 there. Reason I haven't bet this game yet, Sean, I don't know the, the status of Adrian Martinez. Is I'm, he playing? I'm probably sit this game out. I do like Kansas State. If I, I like your last one on the list. Though. And then uh, this is uh, very interesting. So we talked about BYU being in a letdown spot last week. They are now back at home playing on a Friday night, short work week, 
and they're playing East Carolina. East Carolina on Saturday thumped UCF. Very impressive win by Holton Aylers and company. And now, bizarrely, you have this non-conference game in altitude on a short week. BYU just lost a game by 27 points to Liberty, Sean. East Carolina just beat UCF. Yet, BYU is the favorite in this game. Interesting. Well, I saw what happened last time they played an American Athletic Conference team. I'm going with <laughs> BYU in this one. <laughs> well, we will, uh, we will get Brad Power's thoughts on these games and the whole college football card. He will join us next right here on VSIN Primetime. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 